We are I. Good morning, everybody. I feel like we're almost getting to that point in time of year where I'm going to look outside at this time and I'm going to see that that little twinkle of light. Twinkle. Is that even a word? Maybe that's how early it is right now or where my brain is at that I say things like twinkle. <laughs> but anyway, I sitting here, I've been trying to think whether or not that the BC government is disingenuous with this order of being able to open up gyms when restaurants, bars, and nightclubs and everything else stayed the same. But why was it different for gyms? Well, now that kind of, you know, 12 to 20 hours has gone by in this news cycle, and we we see that there was over 100 gyms in BC that were willing to open as a part of Operation Greenlight that we know of. <clears throat> the ones that were willing to publicly state that no matter what Bonnie Henry says on January 18th, we are going to open. A hundred businesses stepped up to that plate. Now, one could argue, let's, let's call it 20%, you know, more. So 120 were willing to open. Just 20 of them didn't quite have the courage because they didn't want to face the fines, which is understandable, completely understandable. But when we look at this, do we start to see the little wins? But this is how sneaky the government is. I don't know if how many people have been paying attention, but about six months ago, five months ago, when the province said <clears throat> it wasn't going to mandate that teachers, you know, have uh, vaccinations to be able to teach in schools, they're going to leave it up to the school boards. So what did the school boards do? They put it to vote. They put it to vote with the trustees. They put it to, to vote. They had a, a very democratic process to be able to determine whether or not they wanted this. Every single one of them said no. Every single one. One could only assume that this pissed off the government because you thought that the, they could rely on the teachers to, air quotes, do the right thing. God, I'm so sick of hearing that do the right thing. Fuck off. Like when that's as bad as when somebody says, trust me. Let me be real. When you say trust me, you're the last person I'm going to trust. Because there's something fishy going on there. Do the right thing. Do the right thing for who? Anyway, speed that up a little bit. And this is where we're at now. That the BC government is now behind closed doors has have said that teachers need to be able to produce their vaccine status when asked. Well, why? Because you left it up to them to be able to self-regulate. You didn't like their decision, and now you're going to override that? That's not the role of government. I'm sorry. Not when you offer a democratic process. If you don't like the conclusion, you can't just override it. That, again, is a, an example of a dictatorship. Wholeheartedly. That is an example of a dictatorship. I am going to allow free people to go through a free process, a democratic process, and I have to be happy with the outcome. 
no matter what that outcome is, because this is the people speaking. Well, now you've taken that right away. You offered that and you've taken it away. That's the definition of a totalitarian government. That is the definition of a ruler. And let's not forget, the government works for us. But where are the teachers now? What is this going to do? What's the, what's the splash that's going to resonate from this? So this is the same position that we're in with gyms. Bonnie Henry comes on and says, we will allow you to open. Who the fuck are you to say we will allow you to open up your business? Now, she also states that if you don't abide by these strict rules, we will take this away. Forcing these poor business owners to live in more fear. Seven meters apart in workout stations, seven meters squared. That squared part I thought was really interesting that they put in there. Seven meters squared. Do you realize how far seven meters squared is? When you're in a gym, seven meters squared is a lot of space. A lot of space. You're not going to have very many people working on machines. Never mind, you're going to have people passing each other as they're walking around the place anyway. What this says to me is that they've set this environment up to fail. Even saying that you need to clean off these services, that has nothing to do with COVID. That's two years ago or more. That was disproven as having any kind of validity. You can't contract this through surface area contact. But yet it's a part of the cleaning policies. Again, ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Set up to fail. Set up that it can be taken away at any time with no good reason and put under the indefinite suspension of services. Just like the restaurant industry. Like where is the restaurant industry right now saying, how can we live in these conditions where you put an indefinite suspension on our capacity, on our ability to be able to earn money at a time when inflation is at an all-time high. If we think we're paying a lot for grocery items you know, in our homes, think about owning a restaurant right now, paying for groceries at this rate of inflation and how much they're throwing away. What does that do to restaurant prices? These are the things that I don't know if people are thinking enough about. It doesn't seem like our government is thinking about them at all. Never mind that you have these truck drivers who are ultra serious, who transport everything from fuel to milk to produce, TVs, medical supplies, cars, everything. Now doing these rolling convoys across Canada that'll end up in Ottawa. And the one thing that I do know that I've learned from truckers over the years, especially driving on our highways, if you want to fuck with those guys, they will fuck with you back. 100%. I've seen this time and time and time again. We've seen this in BC when these truck drivers weren't getting paid what they thought they should get paid and they shut down the number one highway in BC when they did their rolling convoy then. A lot of people heard. You couldn't help but see. You couldn't help but witness. You couldn't help but hear. This is where we're at right now. When you have other countries and when you have other states right below us, when you have 
all of these things, all these entities easing away from where we're doubling and tripling and quadrupling down. How much more are we willing to be able to kill our economy, kill our way of life? How long are we going to keep on doing this for? But I think that the reason why that she changed that is because she knew. She knew that if she didn't allow gyms to open and change it, they were going to open anyway. And when you have people starting to defy the rules, the rules set from the powers to be, when you have people defying those rules, other people will follow. The truck drivers are doing it now. The gym owners were next. What industry was after that? Hmm? This is the question. This is where we all need to now ride this wave and keep on going and keep on pushing back as we have to. We have the, the obligation now because things need to change. Things need to change in a major, major way. So when you have that opportunity, it's the question of the day. When you have the opportunity to do your little bit to fight for basic human rights in this province and in this country, are you going to do it? I know for me, that can look as simple as joining the truck convoy. I've already asked when it's going to be rolling through the Vancouver Langley area. I'm more than happy to hop in my car and go sit in some terrible traffic for a little while to be able to make that convoy a little bigger and a little bit louder. 100%. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be much, but everybody can do a little bit to make some noise. Not do your part. I ain't going to say that shit. But everybody can do a little bit just to bring awareness to the shit that's going on. Because even if it hasn't affected you a whole lot in your life, the one thing to remember that's astonishing to me that these figures keep coming out, that like the top 10 richest men in the world doubled their net worth over the course of the pandemic. But it is absolutely crippled, like the bottom 60%. Crippled. What does that tell you?